0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys a little food for thought as we approach the end of this year. It has certainly been a trying couple of years from 2020 on, Uh, you know, with everything going on and all the craziness in the world. Um. But what I want to talk about as we get moving through this week and towards the end of this week, which also ends this year, is what we want to do mindset-wise in terms of approaching this new year. So this episode might be a little bit of review if you've listened to every single episode, but I think it's still a great idea uh, to go over this time of year, uh, my mindset when it comes to a new year and what I tell my students to do as well. So to that end, first things first, when we're thinking about the new year, this f- Friday into Saturday, so many people will be setting themselves New Year's resolutions. You know, oh, this is the year I'm going to get in shape. This is the year I'm going to get organized. This is the year I'm going to quit smoking or so on and so on and so on. And you know, There's a myriad of different things that people will set new year's resolutions about ninety five percent of new year's resolutions are fitness related eighty percent of those have failed by the time february comes around crazy statistic to think about right and that often comes from people just setting themselves up in a system that doesn't work but i also think the problem is resolutions See. Rather than resolutions, I tell my students that the thing to do is to set goals and there's a big difference there. To me, a resolution is a little more global and it doesn't have any of the tenants that make a goal a goal, it doesn't have any of the characteristics or whatnot that makes a goal, for lack of a better word, easy to achieve. Not that goals are necessarily easy to achieve but if you set a goal well it makes life much much easier when it comes to uh chasing that goal down like i remember uh years ago we used to have this form that people would fill out when they walked in the door and it was just a card and it was their object they would write down their basic contact information and stuff for us and then they would flip over the card And uh, they would, you know, the goals, the reasons that people, most people trained, and they had to pick up to three and they would number them. And uh, then they would have to, on the lines below, explain what they meant by those, uh, the things they numbered. So, you know, I would always see when people would check off physical conditioning, they would always say, get in shape or tone up or some variation on that theme. And though the, the idea behind their goal was a noble one, their goal itself was pretty crummy. All right. Now, as I'm transitioning here, I want to bring you guys into a model for setting better goals. And then at the end, we'll talk about why I believe goal setting is better than just setting a resolution. So first things first, let's talk about the model for goal setting. When a person sets goals for themselves, it's important to set them in a way that helps you achieve them. When you set a goal that is very clear, that has certain characteristics, it's much easier for you to put the system into place and for you to be able to hold your own feet to the fire to achieve that goal. So we want to set smart goals that means goals that are specific measurable attainable realistic and timed now i'll break each of those things down and i do remember i've done a complete episode on this so definitely feel free to go back and listen to that episode because i definitely will spend more time there going into detail than i will today but nonetheless specific measurable Attainable realistic and timed. So let's look. Let's take that earlier goal and let's make it a little bit better. I want to get in better shape. Okay. That could mean dozens of things. Okay. I want to lose weight. Now we're a little more specific, but not specific enough yet. I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay, now we've set some specifics. I use weight loss a lot when I talk about goals. because It's a really easy thing to wrap our brain around, but I can take the same system and apply it to a bunch of different things, and I will when I finish up here. But again, specific, a very clear picture as to where the destination is. Next, measurable. In other words, there must be units by which you can denote your progress. There has to be a way that you are able to measure whether or not you are getting closer to your goal. Uh, In other words, there has to be a unit of measure. In my weight loss example, it's pounds, right? Or or If you're overseas, it's kilograms, right? We're able to easily use those units to measure our progress and to see if we're getting closer to where we want to be. Now, the, the third letter here, the A, uh, if you look this model up online, you might see attainable and achievable, interchanged, but the idea is the same, and it's not about the fact that it's something that can be done, it's more about the fact that there is a finish line. So if we want to say, I want to get in better shape, we go back to that goal, sure, it's not specific, sure, it's not measurable, but it's also not attainable, there's no finish line. When have you run through the ribbon and said, okay, I have achieved my goal. It's very difficult for us to, to process if that goal isn't there. Right? If that, that goal doesn't have the finish line built in. Go back to the example of I want to lose 20 pounds. There's a finish line. When the number on the scale is 20 pounds lower, boom, you've achieved your goal. You can now check it off your list. It's very attainable. That finish line is so important. You need to know when you can apply that check mark. When you can say, okay, I'm done. Next, it has to be realistic. So this will, I'm going to touch on this again in a moment in a different direction, but the scope of the goal has to be realistic. In other words, let's go back to that 20 pound goal. That's really realistic for a lot of people. But... If you're six feet tall and 130 pounds, losing 20 pounds is not a realistic goal. You don't have 20 pounds to lose. So we want to make sure that the scope of the goal is something that can be attained, right? It would be like you know, any other overly ambitious goal, right? So again, we want to make sure that we're realistic in. What we want to achieve. Next, we want the goal to be timed. So, I want to lose 20 pounds in four months. That's pretty realistic in terms of timing. You can pretty easily, uh, in a healthy manner, lose 20 pounds over the course of four months. And the nice thing about that deadline and having that deadline is. We have a date on a calendar by which this thing must be achieved, which is another reason, and I'll come back to it. Another reason I think goal setting is better, but we'll talk about why a little more in a moment. Now, while we're touching on timing, I also want to focus back again on realism. If we take that same 20 pound goal, and we say, I want to lose 20 pounds in a month. That's very unrealistic. It's very unrealistic for a person to lose 20 pounds of good weight. When I say good weight, I mean body fat, cause that's really what we mean. When we say lose 20 pounds, we're not as concerned with the number on the scale as we are with the, the body composition change that we're going to get. We want to lose 20 pounds of fat. We don't want to lose 20 pounds of muscle. Now, could someone drop 20 numbers on a scale real quick by dehydrating themselves and cutting weight like a fighter or a wrestler does? Absolutely lyman good cuts a ton of weight real real quick all right he'll weigh in at 170 and the next day he's 200 pounds because he puffed back up but that's a weight cut that's not weight loss so again we want it to be specific measurable attainable realistic and timed so i'm just going to throw a couple of other quick goals out at you and i'm going to apply them to that same model i want to be able to do 50 push-ups in three months. Fairly realistic. Especially if you're already able to do some push-ups. If you're able to do zero push-ups, 50 in three months might be a little ambitious. But, if you can do, you know, 10 or 15 or 20, we're not too, too far off. And with some real work, that can be done. Alright? I want to pay off this credit card by June. again, there's units by which you can do no progress. It's specific, it's measurable. There's a finish line, it's realistic, it's timed. Right. I want to increase my business's uh, top line by 5% by the end of the year. Again, very realistic in terms of, of scope, uh, very realistic in terms of time frame. very specific, but you can do it with anything. I want to clean all the clutter out of my garage before the first day of spring. Boom. Again, very specific, very measurable, attainable, realistic time. Any time that we set a goal for ourselves, we want to hold it up against this model. Because when the destination is clear, the path makes the journey that much easier. So now, I want to talk about why setting goals in this way makes us much more uh, likely to be successful than someone who simply sets resolutions. See, I have a saying about resolutions. I believe resolutions are for those who lack resolve the other 364 days of the year. So they don't make, a, they don't have the strength of will to make the change. They have to wait until the first of the year and that's gonna be the thing that magically makes them the change. Why? What's so special about that first of the year? All right, it, this year is a Saturday. What's going to be different about this Saturday versus every other Saturday? Nothing. Sure, we dropped the ball at the beginning of it. Right? Uh, New Year's, Rockin' Eve will we'll, we'll play the same song they do every year. But again, where, where are we going? What makes this special? The thing about resolutions is a person builds up to them for a really long time, right? Sometimes people start thinking about their resolutions by Thanksgiving. So what are they doing? They're giving themselves a month before they start a goal. That's ridiculous. When you lay that much track in front of yourself between now and when you are going to start achieving, uh, working on the goal, what you're really doing is just kicking the responsibility down the road. You're kicking that, that landmark down the road, that's a problem. Because the motivation that was with you in order to have you set the goal in the first place, it's usually gone a month later, even if you've been working on it. But if you haven't been working on it, it's much more difficult for you to be able to set that goal, for you to be able to pursue that goal, I should say. Which is why I think resolutions aren't the greatest, right? That's one aspect. Another aspect is they're generally very, very broad. I wanna lose weight, I I wanna get in better shape, I wanna, you know, stop this habit, stop this habit, stop this habit. I think instead we should take a goal, we should take the beginning of the year and take it as an opportunity to set some goals following the model, the SMART model, take the beginning of the year and do so. Really set those goals and, and set a few of them. Because that way, there's a little more satisfaction. If you say to yourself, oh, this is the year I'm gonna finally start going to the gym. Invariably, life will throw you a hiccup. We know no one, very few I should say, go to the gym because they love going to the gym, right? There are those very small percentage, about 5% of the people that are enrolled at a gym that truly enjoy it and go on a regular basis. On the other hand, the bigger bigger percentage of people are the percentage of people who instead go to the gym only because they want to be in shape. And because they want to be in shape, they lay goals out in front of themselves in order uh, they they lay a system of going to the gym in front of themselves in order to get themselves where they want to be in shape but because it's not something that they enjoy because they only do it for results and because it's not really intriguing at all it's very difficult for people to stick with and generally only those who are very disciplined or those who truly enjoy the gym experience Are successful in a gym environment instead if we set ourselves up differently if we set a more specific goal right because why is a person going to the gym they want results so should the goal be related to the gym or should the goal be related to the results you see what I'm saying why are we setting the goal about the gym when we're only going to the gym because we want results now, don't get me wrong, if you're a very disciplined person who goes to the gym every year, why not set yourself some goals gym-related? Why not? If your bench press was at a certain number for this year, and you want to set a goal to be at a different number by the end of this year, beautiful. But if you're not a person who goes to the gym now, instead, you should set yourself up some real clear goals. And then, from the goal, work backwards to set up your system. Because think about it. Let's, again, let's use weight loss because it's very simple to wrap our, our brain around. If we're that person who wants to lose 20 pounds before Memorial Day, or 25 pounds before Memorial Day, again, we're in realistic territory there. But, if that's the goal, we know it's not simply related to showing up to the gym. That, in and of itself will not get it done. Instead, we'd have to have a system for our workouts. We have to have a nutrition plan that we're following. And that's not to say that we need some kind of crash diet, but more that we need to be educated in what we're eating and and when we're eating and all those type of things. And then we need to set up a system related to both of those things. The fitness activity that we're gonna take part in, whether it be the gym, martial arts, anything else related to that, workouts at home, And we need to set a plan as far as our nutrition goes. And once we have a plan, then we have to set a system. And once that system's in place, in about three weeks, what you really have is a habit. You've made a habit of being prepared nutritionally. You've made a habit of being prepared workout-wise. And now, you just stick with that habit for for a little while make little adjustments along the way as you hone your process and in a very short time you'll be making some real big strides towards that goal see that's why every year I start the year by setting myself some goals and I shared a couple of them with you guys last year Um, now here's the thing are we always gonna achieve every single goal that we have of course not but You want to make sure that you make some big dents in that list. So to that end, uh, as we're working towards a close here, I'll ask you guys on social media this week what your goals are for the new year. Hopefully I hear back from some of you guys on social media. You can share with me what your goals are. And as we head into next week's podcast, the first one of the new year, I'll review my, my goals with you for this past year and which of them I were able to achieve and so forth. Um, you know, I definitely had some that were a little more personal that we're not gonna get into because they're a little more personal. But nonetheless, um, I, uh, I'll definitely share that kind of stuff with you guys. So, as you're sitting down this week, what I want you to do, set yourself some really clear goals. Follow the smart system, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timed. And then commit them to a written medium. In other words, either write them down on a piece of paper or write them down on your phone. Some people like to put it on their Google calendar for the first of the next year so that way they have their goals popping up for them On the uh, on the first of the year. That's a cool idea. I like that. I like Google keep I write them down in Google keep Some people like to write them on paper. Some like to put them in their notes app It's not important to me where you write them down It's important to me that you do write them down because that way at the end of the year You'll have the list staring you in the face and you'll either be able to put a check mark or you won't Which is a pretty easy thing for us To use to motivate ourselves to set new goals the following year all right so make those goals this year i'd love to hear what your guys are um, which will segue us perfectly into the fact that that's all i have for you guys today i want you guys to reach out to me on social media all right you can first of all you can email me sensei leonelli at gmail.com sensei is s-e-n-s-e-i leonelli is l-e-o-n E-L-L-I. And again, that's at Gmail. You can also find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find my school online at TSKSmithtown.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at T-S-M-M-A underscore SmithTown. On Facebook, we're at Facebook.com slash tiger Smithtown. Find the podcast on Instagram at ts Podcast. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. And please, guys, make sure you guys leave a rate and review wherever you guys listen. Make sure that you subscribe so you get your new episodes every Wednesday. Make sure that you guys share the podcast. Give people the little bit of motivation that they might need. And until next time, my friends, I'll see you guys on the mat.